上热
yeah, you've got a friend, because Mr. Robert Goulet is crooning. Oh, he's crooning. He's like the crooner he is. <laughs> I mean, he's more of a... Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. Woody is staring forlornly out a window. That's true. For, isn't forlorn? I don't know. I just wanted to use that word. What does that... I don't that know. means like... Forlorn is like sad, morose. Like, oh, no, oh. he's not... Okay, never mind. Not that way then. No, it's a acceptance. Wistful. Yeah, wistfully. That's a better one. Yeah. He's happy to be where he is and doing what he's doing. And mm-hmm. he's back with his friends and he's got his Andy. Oh, and he's so treasured. Speaking of his arm and his newfound confidence, is he actually stronger because of this no. extra cotton? No. This extra thick arm that he has. Is this... Like, how does he... We talked about this last week, didn't we? That it, that it would basically just kind of, like, start to even out in his body. But, like, it's part of him now. Just like the thread is now living yeah. because it's part of Woody. Mm-hmm. It's a whole weird thing. And it seems to be continuing from last minute where we get unnecessarily sexual because the movie... These movies get sexual at the end. Oh, like yeah, last time just like last kisses. time, yeah. Yeah. Bo is like, yo. I like it. I like your arm. Ah. Please, uh, lift some things with well, it. Bo's always just a little horny. She oozes sexuality. I wouldn't say a little. I would say a lot. She yeah, all the time. Bo, this whole minute and much of last minute was very excitable. Mm-hmm. The Tato's. Oh, the good lord. Are, like, he's Ugh. kissing up on her like, ooh, baby, I missed you for those two or three days. And it's, oh, it's very sensual. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I mean, they, they don't care that they have an audience. They like it. Uh-huh. Almost. They can't, I mean. They just can't. We've talked about how much toys can do things. Yeah. Someday maybe we'll have a toy story after dark. Maybe we can do that. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, but, like, this is basically, you know, this is an intimate moment between them that gets interrupted by these. You saved our lives. We are, we are eternally, eternally grateful. grateful. That whole thing. <laughs> Mrs. Potato Head is just so, so excited about this. You saved their lives? My hero! My biggest wrong! And he's trying to, like, cover his eyes. He's just like, no, 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 no. I'm trying to mac up on my wife. And they're so cute. Let's adopt them. Okay, toys cannot have children, biologically. Right. They can have children in the fact that, like, Andy could buy a toy that is supposed to be... Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head's children, mm-hmm. and that toy would be their child, but not right. physically right. come out of Mrs. Potato Head's spuds storage space. Right. <laughs> so that, okay. adoption is a normal thing for toys, I would yeah. think. I mean, they're kind of. I mean, you think Mr. Oya and Mrs. Potato Head both could have kids? Oh, definitely. They're, they're anatomically so similar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, I mean, the gender differences in Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head is all on the outside. Mm-hmm. Just like it is on people. Think about it. Wow. Not quite science, but you know, whatever. Not scientifically, but you know, the <laughs> feeling. Sort of. The uh, feeling. It's not just a feeling, Jeb. How could you be so insensitive? I'm saying, if the Potato Heads switched all their front parts, would they be still... Would yeah, like, still... if you were to put, like, Mr. Potato Head's, like, bachelor mustache on Mrs. Potato, Mrs. Potato Head and give Mr. Potato Head, like, her, her lips, lips, or... well, lips what and her earrings. What if you all the parts? Because yeah. you could do that. What if they just switch bodies? Well, Would they're like be... uh, they're like an amphibian or, like, any other, you know, a fish. There's fish that will switch their genders once the largest female will switch to male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have fish. any. Yeah. So they would just switch and they would be halfway and... 
if they did get the baby potato head toy, then they would have a baby. Okay, if Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head switched all their parts, which one would be which one? Would they? Would the bodies be what retains their consciousness, or would the face parts be what retains their consciousness? Like, would Mr. Potato Head be the one on Mrs. Potato Head's body, or would he be Mr. Potato Head's body, but now with new parts? You know what? This is making me think of that... Uh... Theseus. No. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to predict. Turn out, it was either the first or second live action Scooby Doo. Okay. When like the people like oh when they switch bodies. when they switch bodies yeah, yeah. it is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. See, they could get into all sorts. And of Fred trouble gets here. real pervy. Yeah, that's, with Daphne's yeah. body. Which, to be fair, I think about every single time there's body switching in something like right. Has, yeah, they some actually part of you that's like okay, this is. A weird awakening for me. Right, you know? yeah, like, at least they're, like, upfront about it, mm-hmm. but it's still, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so much physically and sensually that the potato heads could get up to. Oh, yeah. You know that this couple, I mean, this is what the couple's doing in front of they're everyone. They're you know yeah. They, yeah, they freaks. They, they freak. freaks. Yep. <laughs> and, I mean, look at the back of them. Boof all yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. I could look at the back boof, of them all boof, day. Boof. <laughs> Careful, it chatters. <laughs> You know they're boofing. Okay, that's storing cocaine in them? <laughs> I hope Andy doesn't do oh, that. Oh, no, that, uh, yeah, I was going to oh. say, that has some implications. That's what, that would be what it would be. Yeah, that, they can't inge- I mean, we, you know, the ingestion, oh, we've gotten into this with Bullseye eating it, the, uh, could toys do drugs? Could toys do drugs? I mean, they can Buzz eat. gets drunk. Oh, he does, off of imaginary Darjeeling. Yeah. Huh. But I don't, uh, this is like a psychological drunk. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Because he's Mrs. Nesbitt. Yes, he's Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> My other thing is, I just like that as soon as they realize that they are adopted... Daddy. Li- <laughs> yeah! Daddy. They're such good characters. They yeah, are. they really are. I'm so glad that they brought them back. Like, these are the non-new, new characters. Kind of like Barbie in the next movie is a new character, but not really new. Right. Because these are different than the any of the LGMs we saw last movie. Right. Although one was booked in a toothpaste commercial. We'll get in that way. Yeah. That was- <laughs> but a character who is fresh and fancy free, Mr. Wheezy. Wheezy's back. Wheezy's back and better than ever because Mr. Shaq found me an extra squeaker. What are the odds? Okay. First of, first all, of all. First of all. Whose squeaker was this? Because it wasn't just be a squeaker sitting there in the toy box. Yeah, That's- that has some... And he didn't buy a squeaker. Do you think it was Wheezy's speaker? Squeaker? Sneaker? Squeak, squeaker? Squeaking? Squeak, 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 squeaking. I love that movie so much. Patrick Warburton. Oh, man. Was this Wheezy's original squeaker is my theory. That's my pet theory. Your pet peeve? No, my pet peeve comes immediately after this. Don't worry, we'll get into it. Was this his? Was this another toy's? Did they do surgery on him to get it inside of him? You see, that implies a lot of other stuff. Like, I don't even know. Wow. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Especially since, like, I'm not sure. Is a squeaker even a physical... I'm Googling this now. It is. What is it? Like a... You know those those little tiny toys where you'd blow into it and it'd go, woo! You know that? Okay, yeah, yeah, They look like that. I see this now, yeah. It's a little... It's like a little pocket of air thing. Yeah. Okay. A little pocket full of sunshine. Yes, he's got a pocket got a pocket full of squeakiness. Yeah. His abilities are squeaker. Uh, nice. How did they get it in him? You just poke it, poke it back openings. in his mouth. Yeah, and just shove it down his throat. He doesn't have a throat. We see his mouth open, and there's just like the little holes. 
tiny, tiny holes. I don't know. Well, that's the squeaker. Those tiny holes. So like. Oh, yeah, you're right, actually. Didn't he have that before? Yeah, but it was a different squeaker, so they took that one out. Hey, no one said the surgery didn't hurt. Right. Oh, this is brutal. But you can see, so if you look closely at one of the images when he's on the shelf, Mm -hmm. you can see that the mesh of the squeaker is broken. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Oh, my God. I didn't even... Wow. Okay, this is way back in the film. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, it is! Whoa! There's, like, a hole in yeah. it. Yeah, so when he oh. squeaks, there's nowhere for the air to be trapped to be able to so make the squeak They had to, like, pull out. it out of his mouth and put a new one in there. Yeah, and guess what? They probably don't have Novocaine. They don't have anesthesia. He was probably screaming in pain, and all the little well, green army men had to hold him down. But he couldn't even not... scream because he didn't have his squeaker in his mouth. So he was just letting out silent shouts of agony. While they replaced it, and then he put a new one in, and now he's fine. Yikes. Here's the thing we established. Toys probably don't feel pain. Because <laughs> otherwise, Woody would have died this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his arm constantly ripped out. Especially when he couldn't scream in pain because he was in toy mode around humans. But what about when humanity. when the green army man got stepped on? He was like, oh, Sarge! Oh, it's all psychological because they don't want to be hurt. Isn't pain they don't psychological? Want to be damaged. All the pain Wheezy has had was before when he thought it was useless. This was, I think, for toys, pain is a self-preservation thing that they don't actually feel. Nope, I want them to writhe in agony while they switch it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, Chris. It's not really okay, the, realis- the realistic part. It's like I want that. I poo-poo your theory. Story, I want canon. pain. Yeah. For Toy Story Minute Cannon, Weezy's the only toy who can feel pain. Yeah, yep. just for this spot. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> Have you guys seen Lady in the Water? You mean the shape of water, right? That's nope. What you mean. Lady in the Water. The M. Night Shyamalan. Okay. Nope. Yeah, that one. Nope. So no, nope, I have not. In Lady in the Water, one of the characters just works out one of his arms, and uh, spoiler alert, he's that the guardian. Some... And it kind of watching Toy Story two always reminds me of that too. Or I guess Lady yeah, in the Water reminded me of Toy Story two. Right what working out only one arm? Yeah. So, but then he ended up being the guardian, and now what this has to do with the, your movie is that Woody's lopsided with one really strong arm, and he's the guardian of all the toys. Ooh. Uh... Yeah, he's got that one powerful arm and the one little wimpy wimpy one. Yeah. Let's talk about Robert Goulet, the star of stage and screen. And I mean that actually this time because that dude was a French-Canadian-American who got famous starring in the musical Camelot as Lancelot. So whenever you hear that, uh, if ever I should leave you, it wouldn't be in summer, that's him. That's all him. He is a huge musical star. Like, he did all that kind of stuff. He did movies, of course, from that. He starred in uh, Gay Paris and lots of other things. He had a film and Broadway career that lasted 56 years. It's crazy. Yeah. Honestly, before this film, before, like, doing the research, I thought he was, like, a Vegas lounge singer. (laughs) But he just has that smooth, buttery voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he... It's mostly been in musicals and uh, like bit parts like this too. You know, he's done singing parts in lots of things, a lot of cool stuff. And he died in 2007 from a pulmonary fibrosis on his lungs, but he was 73. He was awaiting a lung transplant. He lived a long and full life, so it's not that sad. But, you know, both the voices of Wheezy have died. One tragically and one, eh, he, he had his time. Mm-hmm. He was, he good, he, he good. He do good. Yeah. 
But the song itself, this song, this Toy Story 2 version of You've Got a Friend in Me, but not the Tom Hanks one, the Robert Goulet version. Right. Randy Newman hated it. And honestly, thinking about it now, I kind of also do. Because it kind of makes this innocent children's song, like, sexy? Right, kind of weird. Well, what he cites specifically is, instead of it's you and me, boy, it's it's you and me, babe. Which, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. There's two other changes. There's the echoes of the Barbies, which we see next minute, which I guess we'll talk about then. But there's also, son, you've got a friend of me, instead of, yeah, you've got a friend of me, which kind of unsexies it it's really weird it like gets sexy and then stops being sexy like. well it's yeah it's all sorts of weirdness it's going back and forth like who is the song to right is it to babe or is it to son or is it to is it to woody because he said he felt a song coming on right there's mr mike had a cassette of an karaoke version of a lounge version of a song from the 50s from a children's Woody show. Sang. Woody's Roundup. Yeah. Why did he have this? Mr. Mike was ready with this. Yeah, he was. How did any of the toys know this song other than Woody and, and the B team? Mm-hmm. You know? Because this song comes from Woody's Roundup. In, yeah, yeah. In the Toy Story universe. Yeah. yeah. And now he's singing this song, sexy version, this Robert Gouleified version, that's all like, hey, babe, you got a friend in me. That's not what the song's about. You got a friend in me, babe. Son. <laughs> this completely destroys it. Like, I never thought this song was like, oh, whatever. It's just like the fun little version at the end. But now think about it. I'm totally in agreement with Randy Newman. Yes. Yeah. This, this yeah. is a bad version. Yeah. I do not like this. Yeah. Sam, I am. I do not like this green eggs and you, you and You got me, a friend babe. in me. Babe. Babe. Yeah. I also am not a fan of just crooning music in general. I can understand how it's good, but it always makes me feel like the person singing it's a creep. Yeah. Yeah, Even like Michael Buble. I don't like lounge stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Lounge crooning. I I can listen to Frank Sinatra, but I can't listen to Frank Sinatra sitting in a lounge bar, you know, singing specifically to me while I'm on it. You know, there's a difference of context. And like Michael Buble is a crooner. And Ugh. so is, what is it, James? The other guy? James, I don't know. Uh, Josh Groban? Josh Groban, yeah. They are, but they don't creep me out. Uh, Josh Groban, Josh Groban, I don't think is creepy. Uh, Josh Groban, I think, is massively overrated because Josh, yeah. he's kind of a basic baritone. Who, yeah. Like, I know plenty of people who sing as you well, if not better than Josh Groban. And he's kind of basic. He's kind of that basic, <laughs> like, guy who knows how to sing in, like, yeah. college. Yeah. Yeah. And not nothing more. And whatever. It's fine that people like him, but whatever. You mean like Andy Bernard's brother? Yes. <laughs> My, he is Andy Bernard's Yeah, brother. he is Andy Bernard's Michael brother. Michael Buble, I think, is... Eh. My mom loves Michael Buble, and I don't get it. Well, your mom's wrong. Sorry, yeah, I know. Jeb's mom. Yeah. I know you're an avid listener. Right. Not, but still. <laughs> uh, Michael Buble... Moms can be wrong. Moms can I found that out recently. Moms can be wrong. I found that out recently. Happy moms can be wrong day. Yeah. It's a couple weeks after Mother's Day, but <laughs> that's hey. Father's Day. Oh, that's, yeah. that's moms can be wrong day, am I right? <laughs> my wife, my no wife. <laughs> An old ball and chain. Oh, man. That's my favorite uh, trope of straight comedy is how much uh, people hate being married. 
or just don't like the people that you decided to spend their lives with. You know, it's so funny when, like, Raymond on Everybody Loves Him is like, man, I don't like my wife, and also my parents don't like each other. Isn't this fun? <laughs> my dad has recently been posting to Facebook a lot of those memes that are like, oh, man, there's a food that's proven to make you miserable your whole life. It's called a wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> My ex-wife still misses me, but her aim is getting better. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's funny. I don't get it. Why don't you like the person you're with? Crystal yeah, Beth. Crystal Beth. Why don't you like the person you're with? Because he's stupid and farts all the time. Oh, oh. well, that's that's fair. That's, yeah, I was going to say valid, <laughs> but like, I mean. Butts. Yeah. My girlfriend told me that I needed to make sure that the next episode we record was called Big Noxious Farts. And I was like, that's not going to come naturally. And even if it does, it might not come up in a way that makes it a good title. Well, well, that's what I live with. And you're wondering why I'm not enjoying my husband sometimes? That's it. (laughs) This morning she blamed one on Vinny, on our cat. So it was one that was bigger than he is. So if he had been sitting there next to her, but his hair would all come off. So Oh, okay. Everybody farts, folks. Let's get used to it. Especially if you... That was a book. No, that was Everybody Poops. Yeah. Everybody boofs. Everybody. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That is a conscious decision. Every puppy boofs. Um, (laughs) Only no one fourth of the puppies boof. Right, right. Yeah, twenty five percent of the puppies boof. Twenty five percent. Is it exactly okay? That's the thing that bugs me about Hogwarts is that it's supposed to be like even. Is it supposed to be even? I don't know. Because I would think there would be a lot more like Hufflepuffs than Gryffindors or Slytherins. Right. Does the sorting hat go like, oh, Neville, you would have been a good Hufflepuff, because let's be real, Neville would have been a great Hufflepuff. But, but there were already, we were already a capacity of Hufflepuffs. <laughs> we reached the Hufflepuff. Oh, uh, Ron Weasley, like, good, I actually I put all the Weasleys in Gryffindor because I never have enough Gryffindors, and y'all are at the end of the alphabet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here we go, we got some Gryffindors. None of you are actually brave or anything. I mean, right. you guys gotta, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy there. Oh, I feel like the it would just be Hufflepuff, Draco though. There's a lot of Zs in Hufflepuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's all the Zs are like... <laughs> There's like this really like smart, studious child, and he's like, "Why am I in Slytherin? I'm not ambitious at all. I just want to be a Ravenclaw." <laughs> Although my theory, as far as sorting, is to be in Gryffindor, you have to ask to be in Gryffindor. Yeah, because I was going to say Malfoy was actually supposed to be a Gryffindor. Wait, what? Harry was supposed to be a Slytherin, but then why do you think Malfoy was supposed to be a Gryffindor? I was doing a, I was doing a bit. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, and but then Harry said that he did not Slytherin anything but Slytherin, and so then the Sorting Hat's like. Alright, so you're gonna be in Gryffindor, and I guess... I need a new Slytherin. need uh, to swap him out for a... The kid with a creepy name. Yeah, your name is Draco, you're in Slytherin, yeah. Also, Blaze Zabini, that's a creepy name. He's in, Sly- <laughs> He's in Slytherin, he doesn't... Bl- Whatever. Does the Sorting Hat, like, know how many kids are gonna come up, and what the kids are gonna be like? Like, is that a thing? Does he know families? <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, he does say. Well, I mean, he in says the another movie. Weasley. He says another Weasley, but that doesn't. He doesn't know when the Weasleys are going to come, right? You know? Like after Ginny, there aren't Weasleys until Bill's kid or whatever. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. That's a long time without some Weasels. No Weasels. For no a while. Weasels for a bit. That's got to be boring. I don't want to be a hat, guys. <laughs> Yeah, guys. You, if I die, you don't make me a hat. Come out once a year. That's not fun, though. What well, you... he also has a bit role in uh, the second movie. Yeah, because one kid talks to him. Harry puts him on his head to talk to him. Does he have to do that? Can he talk to people without being on their heads? No, because he can sing. Duh. Oh, <laughs> Still, not a very fun existence as a hat. 
in no. my opinion. Is the hat a crooner? Uh, mm, I think he's more like a jolly bard. Yeah, a, a jaunty sh- he's a showman. folk singer. He's a showman. Yeah, he's the greatest showman. He's a shaman. That's what that movie was about, was the sorting hat. Yeah, he's a shaman, actually. Uh, yes, he's a shaman king. That one manga that I, I never finished. He's an M. Night Shyamalan. That's what he is. Lady in the Water. Got it. <laughs> Crystal Beth. Bringing it back. Let's talk about Toy Story 2 a little bit. We, of course, have already asked you about your Toy Story specific memories. If you have any Toy Story 2 specific things or like, oh man, I love Stinky P. He's the best. He's my favorite. And I live by his notions of being stinky and also (laughs) being Pete or whatever. That as well. But also we would like you to try and rank the trilogy if you can. Oh man. I don't know if I could. I think Toy Story 1 is always number one for me. Well, it is Toy Story 1. That is the title of it. I mean, technically not, but you know, yeah. the title is Toy Story. Yes. Toy Story is my number one. Okay. Two or three next, then all you got to pick. I haven't seen Toy Story 3 since it was in the theaters. Oh, okay. But I've volunteered to watch on my own Toy Story 2 multiple times since I've seen it in the theater. So probably that one. So I would say Toy Story 2... But I haven't seen Toy Story 3 in a while, so... An asterisk on that. Okay. Yeah. Well, just we'll like every other... Toy Story 3, we'll ask you if you changed. Yeah, and I won't watch mind. it till then. change. Yeah. Speaking of, because you're, you're the Crystal Beth, uh, that's your... Not just a Crystal Beth. I mean, that is her Twitter handle, so... <laughs> when you're on next season, do you have a part of Toy Story 3 that you remember really liking or that you want to be on? I can't remember it. Okay, we're just going to stick you wherever. I mean, let's be real here. Even asking people where they want to be on will probably mostly stick you wherever. Yeah. Scheduling is hard. Hey, yeah, are you but, kidding you know. me? We've been, trying to get, we've been trying to figure out how to do this for three months, and it just yeah. hasn't worked out, and this is... I'm super glad That's it did. That's why you're, like, the, on the last... Yeah. Yeah, just kind of... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, next minute, the credits start, so... Yeah. <laughs> there we go. You know, there you are. Yay. Yeah. Whoa. I'm I'm trying to... I'm reading the plot of Toy Story 3 right now, and an enraged big baby throws Lotso in the dumpster. I'm like, I have no clue what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> What's a dumpster? That's the only word I understand. <laughs> you don't know what a baby is? No. You don't know what being enraged means? No. What's enraged? A big baby is a baby, but it's like big. Okay. Enraged is like slightly perturbed. It makes no <laughs> sense because babies are small. And why would you be <laughs> mad when you can be happy? I don't, I just don't understand this. Babies are little, guys. They guys, are. babies are little. There's, That's you can't be a little. big baby. Even if a baby is bigger than other babies, it's still small. Unless it's we a tiger. <laughs> we call that <laughs> the president. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Oh, God. I do. Yeah, explain it to me. Oh, well, so we got a bad president. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Just like those clowns in Congress. <laughs> oh, wow. Politics? Simpsons like twice this minute. This is weird. Politics, guys. Think about them. They exist. Because everybody in Congress shows up and they got like that face paint makeup on and I mean, they no, got like the red nose. A little too literal. Oh. Yeah, and they're all just spend their days they just all making. They a tiny car. Yeah, they all spend their days just making. Pies? Seltzer water? What? What were you going to say? Balloon animals. Oh, balloon animals. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they don't make the pies or balloon water. 
Blue water. No, they don't. Seltzer water. They don't. They just use it. I feel bad for whoever has to make all the. I mean, I guess they don't have to be good pies. Right. It's like you slave for days making a pie for it to <laughs> just end up being thrown. Just for it to end up being thrown at somebody's face. That's half the joke, right? Like half the joke is you got yeah. pie all over your face. The other half is you ruined something beautiful. You killed something. You destroyed yeah. someone's art. That's half the joke. Right? Oh really? I mean, kind of, right? I. If that's why it's not just, like, a bunch of mud in your face. Well, they sometimes do just do, like... Like yeah. a pie that's just basically whipped cream. Yeah. But it's supposed to be, like, a meringue or something, right? Or, like, a cream... I don't know. I'm not a clown Ooh. expert. Okay, well, are you a pie expert? No. Well, there we go. I like pie. <laughs> okay, I figured it out. I figured it out, Jeb. Yeah? You know how Jesse is like a cool, complex person and everything. She's our favorite character. Blah, that's blah, in Japan. But she says things like, that's in Japan! Or, yeah. that's funny! Blah, blah. Crystal Beth is Jesse. Yeah. Crystal Bethy. <laughs> Crystal Bethy? Yeah. Wow. Yodeling cow guest on podcasts. Oh, I'll take yeah. that. She's cool. She yeah. is. Yeah, she's very cool. I like I'm a fan of Yell Sings. Yeah. yeah. The yodel odel odel odels. yodel he who Yeah. But I guess, I guess that's this mi- That sounds minute. like it's that's wrapped this, up. That's this crystal bath. <laughs> Until next time, listeners. Daddy. I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> we can say it together. Oh, know? okay. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> there we go. Don't take that. Oh, man. I but, like it. <laughs> oh, no. Let's adopt them. <laughs> Let's adopt you! Oh, her voice. My Love hero! Alright. Alright. Bye, Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye, 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 Bye,